What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mackie Method. And today I have a special guest and we're going to be talking about uh, friendships with the opposite sex. <laughs> Teresa is a good friend of mine. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start it by talking, telling about how I met you. I met you through BNI, Business Network International. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's with this company as a personal trainer. And since then, she has started her own personal training company. We're just really good friends. Um, yes. And that's something I wanted to talk about with you because um, <laughs> how this kind of thing started was um, I realized that we were talking outside of BNI and we were talking about just life or things in general. And we would just do general uh, checkups. And uh, I had a birthday party. And uh, you came to the birthday party. And my wife says, man, Teresa really looked good at the birthday party. And, and I was like, ew, Teresa? <laughs> and I shared that with you. And not because. And, and when she said that, I realized that um, my view of women has changed since I've grown. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, just being married, having daughters, right? Just just being around women that are different in different parts of my life, right? I have sisters. I have a mother. Yeah. I realized that, wow, Teresa's my friend. Like, And I don't call everybody friends because I've had people that I consider friends and they weren't friends. Um, but I do consider you a friend of mine. And what's interesting is that you are a single, technically single woman. And I'm married. And um, that's a dynamic that is hard for a lot of people to understand. But um, I, that's something I want to talk about today with you. I love that. I feel like people do get very, I don't know, wary of relationships when it's opposite sex, when the other person's like single. Or I mean, I have a boyfriend, but you know, you're not married. So yeah. you're technically, you know, single and that can cause some issues, but not with us. And that was yeah. like the big telling moment too. Cause yeah, we spent a lot of time on the phone. You made me yeah. notice. And I was like, yeah, well, I didn't realize I was talking to you for so long, yeah. but I feel like with relationships like that, when you truly attract them from the place that you're at now, you attract so many amazing friendships because I wouldn't have met Danielle. And then Marcus said, you know, I own my own company now. Dan Danielle, she designed the logo for it. And I love it yeah. so much. Yeah. And I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have the logo that I have. I wouldn't have the friendship that I have with you or with Danielle, you know, if I hadn't met you. Right. I feel very fortunate. And yeah. that was hilarious. She actually called me sexy. Yeah. Um, and then Marcus was like, oh. Right. And I was like, that is how I, I like, know. That man, that man is my brother. Yeah. <laughs> that man is my brother. I was like, yes. I think I wanted to high five you so bad. You made me laugh so hard. I was like, that was the best response. Best response. I have had interactions with um, other females or other women whether they were married or not. And my wife always keeps me um, aware of this because me and Danielle got married, and we talked about this on the last podcast, we got married right out of high school. So I don't know if a woman likes me. I don't know if a woman is attracted to me. I don't either. Well, I definitely don't know it because yeah. I'm married, right? Yeah. So, well, and you just don't think like that. No, I, and I don't think like that. Right. So Danielle's like, no, she's trying to hit on you. And I'm like. Bert has to tell me the same thing. Oh, I thought that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I have been in, in, in situations that were uncomfortable, you know, where it was like, 
okay, this is uncomfortable, you know? Um, and I've never felt like that with you, you know? Yeah. And um, so typically my rule is just to stay away from women. <laughs> oh, funny. I didn't like, know that. Unless, unless I work with them. And yeah. Like, there's like a clearly defined thing. Yeah. Like, I just stay away. Yeah. Because number one, I don't I don't need to be around women. Right. I enjoy the company of my wife. I enjoy. Right. Uh, I have daughters. I have sisters. I have. Plenty of women, women in your in life. life. Right. Yeah. And my view of women is I respect women. I respect my wife. Yeah. You know, uh, there's never been any infidelity. So, like, I respect my wife in that regard. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, like, I don't see women as maybe other men. And I'm not trying to bash men, but I don't see women as... Maybe the way women would assume that men see us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think the cool thing about our friendship is that um, we have... You know, I, I met you through business, but it is transformed from that point to like we don't really, we don't talk about business anymore. We just yeah, just like, hey, how you're are right. You? I make fun of you and your boyfriend, and then I make fun of you. You make fun of I me. I can't make fun of your wife. My story is a little bit different though, because I don't really stay away from guys. Mine is that I can't tell when they're flirting with me, and wow. I had to find out the hard way through like I don't know. I guess my boyfriend and other people kind of cluing me in that yeah. most men are not out there to try to be your friend and i've noticed that a lot because they'll message me for a while and i'll think oh my god we're forming a cool friendship yeah. and then they'll stop and then they'll never talk to me again and i'm like what i do <laughs> nothing i just didn't do what they wanted yeah. which that was never said like no one ever mentioned it yeah. so i actually started realizing like that maybe the friends that i had for a while weren't my friends yeah. and so as as I started meeting, like at the time that I met you was when I decided I needed to pay attention to um, who my friends were yeah. because it's, it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, you could get put in an uncomfortable situation like I have because I have four brothers and I have one sister. So I've, it's not that I got along with men more at all. It's just that I can naturally talk to boys because my bro like guys, men, because I was grew up with boys, children, you know, brothers and it's it's different it, now this relationship though this is kind of eased my my heartache from that a little bit because i've never been the type to be like after somebody's man mm -hmm. and it has always been hard for me to have those friendships because people would get suspicious of me and it gave me a complex for a while so let me ask you this because you, in your line of business <clears throat> you do interact with men mm -hmm. um <clears throat> Do you ever feel like how how do you is there some type of boundary that you have or yeah. because there's I'm sure there's like uh, very um, I don't want to say it, you know your business is very touchy feeling it's right? intimate the, yeah, the it's word intimate. is intimate yeah. and intimate is taken in a sexual context it and it's not that yeah. intimacy is actually like. Uh, feelings yeah. you know or closeness yeah and people don't realize that because our society has misconstrued things in a sexualized way for so long that we don't even know what to do between 
opposite sex friendships yeah. now. It gets so confusing. So yeah, actually one of my male friends uh, explained to me, who's my, one of my coaches, he explained to me societal norms because I didn't get it. I was like, what's the problem? He was like, you, you can't as a married man just go to dinner with a single woman. And I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> like I didn't even think about yeah. that. And now I'm like, okay, I better just practice the societal norms that he taught me yeah. because those actually seem to work the best there has to be a level of self-control for individuals you not know not for me because i'm not sexually attracted to them no i'm not saying oh. you <laughs> not Sorry. you but i think when it comes to married men oh uh single men married women because if if you were sexually attracted to them right whether they were married or not it's it's now the onus is on them to have the control to say this is what I want or this is what I don't want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that in society, it's automatically looked at that if you decided to do that, that it's all your fault, you know? And I think um, a lot of times men have a hard time of dealing with, not just men, but individuals, whether they're married or not, have a hard time interacting with the opposite sex because they feel like, that there's some level of intimacy there, you know? You know what, there's a level of intimacy between you and your male friends and me and my Absolutely. female friends. It's that we're all afraid of the word intimacy because yeah. it requires us to be vulnerable. It requires us to be truly vulnerable in our friendships yeah. because you know the feeling, a lot of us know the feeling where we wanna get close to somebody but we've got a wall up. Yeah. That's disallowing the vulnerability. Yes. So what you and I have done is allowed vulnerability into our relationship so that we can have an actual friendship. And yeah. what that's caused is for me to be integrated into almost the family because, yeah, I mean, I love- Although you ditched us on Thanksgiving, but- What? I, ha <laughs> I have to go to my family's house, Marcus. I have another family. No, you, we are- no, I'm just Oh my God. <laughs> we can already get all serious. No, I have an OG family. Like I have to, I can't forget about them <laughs> got too big and I'm out of here right. by my parents right. got so, me yeah. some new ones yeah. no but I, I do feel like that that vulnerability factor is what scares people because if you are vulnerable and you are intimate in a relationship that person has the opportunity to hurt your feelings and when you hurt your when they hurt your feelings or you allow your feelings to be hurt sometimes that will breed shame yeah. and shame is detrimental to everything including friendships and I think that because a lot of people aren't open about their friendships yeah that it leaves room for insecurity yeah you know um i think that like for married couples or even couples that are dating like if you were if there was a couple that was dating but the guy had um a a female best friend or a female friend there's if the if the woman i feel like is not secure within themselves there's yes. always room for um, well, maybe they're messing around or maybe they're well, within themselves. And what comes from that I found is a lack of communication yes. within the couple. Yeah. If there's a lack of communication, that's hard. Yeah. It's hard. And there's like a circling thing on social media where people are, are I always see it where people ask like, you know, are you okay with your significant other spouse, whatever, having uh, a female friend? Absolutely. And, and there's so many different, opinions about it you know um and so like i think i think the root of the answer comes from the communication that you have like you said between your spouse and the security that you have between yourself your your spouse or your i keep saying spouse but your significant other you know yeah. where there's a trust there that doesn't violate those boundaries of 
actual the intimate relationship that you have with someone you know and i think that we live in a society that um and you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think we live in a society where those those rules are are a little eased you know i think a couple i think and i don't know i maybe maybe back in the day they were more stricter about definitely in the 50s because well do you know what what is his name frank sinatra frank sinatra got arrested for what what did it say it was like in 1948 or something for um it was basically hanging out too long with a married woman wow yeah yeah wow yeah that's crazy. He you, got, got you guys got to look it up because I can't remember and I don't have my phone to pull up the facts. But yeah, he got arrested wow. for. I think he was it philandering. It was like, gosh, um, oh, I can't even remember. Yeah. But just hanging around, messing around. Wow. Not even messing around, just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's like a societal norm, and I think it's a it's detrimental for actual relationships. I think so. You know because. You see cheating, you see infidelity, you see like wild or extreme things. Like um, someone told me that their uh, their dad had cheated on their mom with their aunt or something like that. Their mom's sister, like you know, just yeah, yeah, extreme. Yeah. Something extreme, you yeah. Know? Like that's yeah. extreme compared that is extreme. to like you know the the hurt or the disappointment of a woman or of a, of a man cheating on a woman and a woman finding out is one thing but to have it found out through um that he, your husband or your significant other cheated on you with your sister not only is it it's is a it betrayal hurting? on both ends yeah. it's a betrayal through from your sister and from yeah. the husband and you know what that's that's well spoken of yeah the um the infidelities and all that stuff. What about the benefits? What are the benefits of having an opposite sex friendship? Yes. And what that is to me is gaining a different perspective because a lot of the time I won't be able to see from say my my partner's perspective. Yeah. But if I call one of my guy friends who is not vested in the situation, who does not have a lot of emotions in the situation so that they can think outside of that, they'll be able to tell me, well, Teresa, it sounds like you know this this is maybe what he's thinking but maybe this is how you're taking it and it it really does mess with the other partner i think in my experience like my past partners have gotten upset whenever i figure something out that someone else has told me with but it's not that it's that they reiterated it in a way when i was not emotional that i could hear it yeah and you need you need people in your life like that yeah sometimes it's good to hear things from people that it's, it's good to hear the truth from an unfamiliar voice sometimes. From someone who gets it, because sometimes right. we don't understand why the other person feels that way. Yeah. And if you have, like me, I'm a woman, I'm a straight woman, you're a straight man. If I don't understand what my boyfriend is talking about, I can call you and say, I don't understand why someone would care about this. And I don't want to be rude and say that I don't care about this. It's just, I really don't get it. Right. And then you can make me understand in a way that actually shifts my mindset. Yeah. And that's happened with like business stuff and all kinds of other things, you know, just ways that I think, you know, uh, it's happened a lot with you yeah. and with other guy friends that I couldn't get from my girlfriends, but I get something else from them too. Right. They're all important. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, oops, it's like the yin yang, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that, um, having a full perspective from from others other people yeah. and from uh other people outside of your spouse is important because um you get to understand them more you know you get to understand and not just 
and it's not just a spouse it's like women generally i'll never forget when i was in high school there was a young lady who i had because i just didn't know i, I wasn't raised by i didn't have a father in my life um my grandmother raised me and so my view of women i was kind of left up to me to figure out you know yeah and so um this this uh late this um my teacher she uh i had disrespected this young lady and um and i i'll never forget it i disrespected her and i called her something and i saw the look on her face and i didn't care i was a freshman i didn't right. care. you know whatever and so the teacher pulled me aside and 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 instead of scolding me explained to me like how like who this like explained to me you know how a woman should be treated um that that that's she's not a hoe right oh yeah she's not a hoe and you don't know what she's done you don't even know what she's been through and did you sleep with her or you didn't sleep with her so how do you know she's a hoe yeah that's your sister that's that's your your sister that's and whether she's white black indian she's a woman that needs and deserves respect you know and I'll never forget that conversation. And from that day on, it's played a huge part in the way I saw my wife. It plays a huge part in the way I see my daughters. It's a huge part even in the way I see I interact because I, I interact in business with women all the time. But the way that um, I see them a lot, like allows me to associate or deal with them in a, in a respectful way, you know. Um, even when they are disrespectful to me, because that's that's a that's a reality. Just as much as I'm saying that, I've had women who's like, "You're respectful," but they're being disrespectful to me, and not necessarily um, in the way of like um, egregious, but more like you know, trying to trying to holler and stuff like that. And it's like, like it's inappropriate. That's what I mean when I say disrespectful. But I still see them as like a brother or not a brother <laughs> as a, as a sister, you know? So I, I think that's another thing that, that, that plagues on um, these type of interactions and relationships. I know you had a, uh, and I, I think this is all important to share because there are men and women that can benefit from being open to other relationships. And that sounded really bad. <laughs> other friendships <laughs> other friendships other friendships outside yeah. of male friends you know yeah um and that can be appropriate because you know especially when you're getting married or if you're uh you know getting with someone who doesn't understand that or that's a boundary for certain people they're just like you can't have any female friends women you can't have any male friends you know what i mean that's kind of going a little bit into like the psychology of things yeah. because at that point i think it's kind of a control issue and when someone's trying to exercise extreme control uh, extreme control over a situation what they're trying to do is make themselves feel secure in where they're at right. in that moment because they intrinsically don't feel and what you said earlier what did you say like sure of themselves or something yeah. like that but I've learned that it's that intrinsic value that they don't feel mm -hmm. because I felt that in the past. But of course, it's also rides on the subconscious. Have they subconsciously made any like remarks or moves or something like that that made you feel like they couldn't be trusted? And then you now have set this boundary where they can't have any female friends. Yes, no, whatever. But I, I, I think that's a. I feel like 
you should have boundaries in a relationship, you know, and it's even appropriate, I think, to say, look, don't have dinner with your friends. Have only lunch with them because yeah. then you're out during the day yeah. and you reserve the evening for me. Absolutely. And I, But what's really helpful is truly getting to know the partner of your friend. Right. It's important. It's made everything so much easier for yeah. me. Anytime I have a male friend, I'm like, please introduce me to your girlfriend. Yeah. Most of the time I become better friends with the girlfriend than the guy. Yeah. My bad guys. But, you know. It's true. It, like, what, it, especially what, in our situation. Like, yeah, 100%. You and Danielle are like. I love Danielle. Like so much. <laughs> Like, and dang. well, I love all my other female friends too. I mean, one of my very good friends, Jeremiah, his wife now, Chloe, who I helped her pick out her wedding dress. Nice. I met her through him. Yeah. Uh, Donovan at the gym, his girlfriend, Kristen, oh, one of the loves of my life. Yeah. Like, I'm so thankful to have received these invitations mm -hmm. to become part of these friendships because yeah. if I hadn't, I wouldn't have so many valuable ones yeah. because now I'm starting to see who the friends are, like you said earlier. Yeah. It's important, especially for this younger generation. And it's it's amazing to hear you talk about this because I think you're one of the very few that, that gets it. <laughs> life, you know? it's because I've lived a lot of life and I've tasted a lot of life. And I mean that in like through very tough situations. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that because it's made me appreciate to no end friendship. Yeah. Because I moved around a lot. I went to 20 schools before I graduated high school, yes. four in my, in my freshman year. And at some point I became angry and I said, I'm not gonna make any more friends. Yeah. People would look at me and I would give them like the meanest, nastiest look and tell them to leave me alone. I still have some friends from high school. Thanks, guys. I don't know how you do it. Like, yeah. I don't know how they were friends with me then. But what came of that was me. You said you had to learn how to treat women. Yeah. I had to learn how to treat people, yeah. period. Yeah. I was so mean to everyone. Wow. I don't want to get my heart broken again. Are you yeah. kidding? There were so many friends that I was like, I'll start crying if I talk about it, that I had to leave behind just out of nowhere. Yeah. And it was my parents were doing their best. It's, yeah. it, I'm not blaming anybody, anything, but that shaped the way that I saw friendship. Everyone was gonna leave me. Yeah. And so now I realized that what I had to do was hurt them first so that they wouldn't hurt me, yeah. you know? Cause then they don't get the chance. And you can't live that way. I couldn't live that way. I felt so depressed. Yeah. And so I realized I don't have a community. I'm not part of one. Wow. And I have been part of a community for a long time, but I only this year now feel like I'm truly part of that community because I opened that shield, you know, or yeah. pulled that whatever I did with the, the brick wall <laughs> or whatever that was, back. you pulled that yeah. layer back <laughs> that wouldn't allow me to feel vulnerability with people because I was afraid that they were just gonna judge me and then cast me away because that's what had happened, you know? Me growing up without a father, I, I felt that level of rejection where it was like, you are moving in a way where you can't, you know, you, you just think everybody's going to leave you. You think yeah, everybody's going to abandon you. And um, it does affect the way you see people, you know. It does. Um, so Why was I not good enough for him to stay around, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, because, so I have my dad, and I he's my real dad. Yeah. No one can ever, I'll fight you on it. But I have a biological father. And I didn't know I had a biological father for like 10 years. Wow. My mom didn't know what to do. She was like, I wanted to wait until you were old enough so you didn't get confused. But I still, it didn't keep me from having those issues where I was like, man, what what did I do that he left? Yeah. You know? And yeah. if he hears this, this will kill him. But I mean, I'm sorry. And yeah. it was just my experience. I don't blame anybody. I don't blame Anyway, I, I understand how life works now, yeah. and I understand that it wasn't about me. But when you're little, 
everything's about you because oh, it's so new. Mm -hmm. You're the reason. Why did they not do this? Because it's something you did, and then you take that with you to now. Yeah, you know. And Absolutely. so I think I've just now learned how to truly be vulnerable wow. and to truly open up and have friendships. And I think you've helped me heal from that, you and Danielle. Really? Yeah, because I told you, I told Danielle, I had an experience at the movie theater where I thought I could just be friends with anybody and two people were dating and the guy asked me to go sit in the movie theater to watch the movie with him while I was waiting for my dad to pick me up. It's that long ago. I'm an adult now, guys. And uh, what happened? She. The, his girlfriend at the time is like waiting outside of the of the room where you go in and clock in and all that stuff and like seething and I'm like what's going on you okay and she's like why were you in there with him and I was like he asked me to sit in there to watch the movie while I wait for my dad and she said well did you sit next to each other and she just grilled me and I was like what did I do wrong here? And I didn't, it took me 10 more years to figure out that you have to have boundaries yeah. in a relationship. Yeah. If I had told 16 year old Teresa, just go sit in the lobby and wait for your dad, you don't need to sit in there. Yeah. Because I even told her, he offered me some M&Ms and I love chocolate, I didn't take them because I wouldn't touch his hand. <laughs> I was like, why would it's anybody? Gross. So yeah. then I started feeling like I was untrustworthy after yeah. that. I felt like for 17 years now that I was untrustworthy and I realized it was that one instance where you, I internalized that and truly felt like maybe I was an untrustworthy person, but I've done enough soul searching to find out that I most certainly am not. And I feel the best yeah, yeah. when I follow my own moral code that I took that long to put together, yeah. you know, which is probably the same moral code as most people have, but I had to cultivate it. So listen, we got to wrap up, but before we do, I want to ask you, what, what would you suggest to people that, um, would like to be friends like what's one thing that you you would want someone to know um as they pursue a relationship or friendship with an opposite sex remain open with that person if they have a lot of the issues would arise from the partner so if you have a partner and they have a partner just be very open about the friendship you know i don't always tell my boyfriend when we talk on the phone when you and i talk on the phone but i talk about you a lot so i mean i feel like that's important talk about your friend with your boyfriend a lot or girlfriend or wife or husband or whatever and then have them meet it's that is important to have them meet mm -hmm. you know I agree. then you get a better understanding of who that person is anyway how can you know your friend if you don't know their other half right they have a whole entire dynamic in that other half and if you get invited in that's when you're in their heart well Teresa thank you so much for being here I appreciate it um, I'm sure a lot of people were uh, touched by what you said um, and thank you for being my friend you're a really good friend thank you for being my friend yeah, too and thank you for having me on my first podcast I hope <laughs> I didn't go off kilter in any way no yeah I hope great. I stay I was trying to no, stay on topic <laughs> you're great you're great you're great thank you yeah, so thank and thank you, so you much. thanks to Daniel for also being my friend of course because of course. I love you guys yeah well we we feel the same way about you uh so thank you for tuning in to the um, Mackie method and we'll see you next time <laughs>